Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages 6 and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini-edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini-edits, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's question focuses on the productivity app Todoist. Here's the note from the listener. I am going all in on Todoist. My current system, quotes there, of just writing on random pieces of paper, apps, notebooks, etc., is not working. I won't be using Todoist for work, just for personal stuff. It looks like they have a ton of templates. Do you use, love, any of them? Any Todoist super tricks I should know or resources to look into? Or could you just create a Boston Todoist camp I could come to? First, I love the idea of a little camp and a get-together for Edit Your Life listeners, so perhaps that is something we shall manifest one day. But meanwhile, I wanted to read this message for a couple of reasons. First, to normalize chaotic systems. There's no shame in it, and different things work for different people. It's just a matter of figuring out what works for you. For example, part of me has always wished I could be a pretty bullet journal person, but that does not work for me because my handwriting is terrible and because of the nature of my to-dos, which I will get to. Second, this person notes that they are not using Todoist for work, just for personal stuff, and I just wanted to call that out because often when people think productivity app, they assume work and projects. It can be whatever you want. Also, this note inspired me to do a little Todoist spring cleaning and adding of emojis to my list, so thank you. So just a little background on my experience with Todoist. It's safe to say that Todoist is the one app I touch every single day because I use it for work and personal. It's basically the anchor to remind me about the stuff I need or want to do and the meetings I need to show up for. I have it on my phone, but when I'm in my office, it's always open on desktop. There is a free version, which I used for a while, but then I upgraded to a pro plan so I could get automatic backups and things like that. I will add a link to Todoist in the show notes. I use this app for everything, formal work projects, personal passion projects, and stuff for me and my family. And I get super micro breaking out my tasks because this helps with my mental load in a huge way. And also because I do like checking things off. I have some specific ways I organize and utilize Todoist, which I will get to in a moment. But one of my favorite ways to use it, especially when I'm on the go on mobile, is as a reminders catch-all. 
So for example, when I think of something I need to do, I just tap in a quick to do and drop it in the inbox, which I kind of think of as preliminary triage. I'll categorize it later and expand on it if necessary. If I think of an idea, for example, a podcast episode, Substack essay, fun gift idea, I'll toss it in the inbox. If I have a clever turn of phrase or title come to me, I toss it in the inbox. And one of the best new ways I have been using it, and I'm not sure if I talked about this on the simple friendship reboot tactics episode, but it's been for friend maintenance. Because one thing I've struggled with in the past is losing track of DMs, texts, voicemails, etc. So I toss it into Doist in the moment if I don't have time to respond, indicating where the message is and who it is so I get to it. So for example, the to-do item will just say text, page. If you want a little bit more inspiration about planning, I want to direct you to two great episodes, Perfectly Imperfect Planning with Sarah Hart Unger and Making Time for What Matters with Laura Vanderkam. I'm going to walk you through the key features I use after a quick break. Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning. Rituals products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals, and Hyacera is clinically proven to reduce fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp, which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. Let's get to how I use Todoist. First, it's really important for me because I have a lot of things going on to organize by projects with color codes. I have at the top level personal and work and personal is split out into sub projects for me and then for my kids. And work splits out to my different business lines, all in very cheerful colors. Second, recurring tasks are everything for me. I have a lot of things that are a daily priority to me, for example, movement, writing time, Duolingo, and many recurring tasks. For example, client work I need to touch daily, the production tasks involved in running a podcast that publishes two episodes per week. There's a lot. 
Third, and this is a big one for me to reduce brain drain and digging for files, is that I always add the link to a Google Doc that goes with a particular to-do to save time. It is everything. My life is so much easier when I don't have to dig for files. I also use priority labels. Every morning, I take a spin through my to-do list and flag as read the items that absolutely must get done that day. That bumps those items up to the top in their respective projects and makes them stand out on my list and helps me stay focused on the priority items. Because some days I have a lot of micro tasks on my to-do list and it can be a little overwhelming. The only caveat here is I wish there was a way to customize colors because there are currently four options. And I don't know, the red and orange seem a little too close. Blue's good for contrast. The white is nothing. So anyway, I guess I should put that note in the suggestion box. For sorting, because of the volume of tasks I have in a given day, I prefer the list view to the board view because I like grouping the to-dos by project, but the board view is very pretty and that's a more recent ad. And then templates. So I have just adopted templates for appointments and grocery list. The grocery list is pretty straightforward, but I like the appointments template as an optimization a lot because previously... I did integrate my meetings into my list manually with timestamps, but then those to-do items would get mixed in with other project items. And now this way, in my view that is sorted by projects, appointments is its own bucket. It's right at the top. And then I know that once the appointment section is empty, I don't have to worry about watching the clock because showing up for meetings late is something that I always worry about. And then lastly, I don't set up reminders because I don't seem to need them, but that is an option and I could see how that could be useful. I hope this was helpful. And if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at at yourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at at yourlifeshow or Dr. Christine Co. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the TILT Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.